scotch cap light station by the office of statewide cultural programs alaska division of parks this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org scotch cap light station located on unimac island was the first light erected on the outside coast of alaska marking the inside entrance to unimac pass seventy miles northeast of dutch harbor scotch cap light was the most southerly in alaska it was one of the most isolated light stations particularly during the winter when travel to the station by boat was often hampered by adverse weather conditions scotch cap's nearest neighbor was cape sarachef light station twenty-two miles to the southeast stories abound recounting the hardships of the scotch cap keepers one keeper for example reportedly froze both of his hands while trying to go from the lighthouse tower to his home during a blizzard his life was saved by a dog that led him to safety because of the hazardous duty at scotch cap each of the three keepers received one year's vacation every four years no families were allowed to remain at the station marking the southerly entrance of a natural route through the aleutian islands the station is a monument to many ship disasters before and after its establishment in nineteen o nine the cannery supply ship columbia was wrecked near unimac island it took two weeks before a ship could relieve the lighthouse keepers of the vessel's one hundred ninety four crew members the japanese freighter koshan maru lost in a snowstorm ran up the beach near the light station in nineteen thirty as one author put it with the scotch cap siren blowing in her ear in nineteen forty two the russian freighter turk Seeb, was wrecked near the station with the loss of the captain and one sailor the sixty survivors were cared for by the lighthouse keepers for several weeks no rescue ship being able to reach the station due to rough seas bids to construct scotch cap lighthouse were opened on march twenty second nineteen o two all were subsequently rejected as too expensive the lighthouse board then hired laborers and purchased most of the construction materials on june twenty third nineteen o two the steamer homer left seattle for scotch cap with thirty workers and a doctor although the fog signal was placed in operation on july fifteenth nineteen o three the station was not lighted until july eighteenth the project was completed at a total cost of seventy six thousand five hundred seventy one dollars equipped with a third order fixed white light twenty three hundred candle power and a ten inch air whistle fog signal the station was located on a low bluff near the beach the light and fog signal building was a one-story wooden octagonal structure with a pyramidal roof from which rose an octagonal tower surmounted by a black cylindrical lantern the height of the structure was at least thirty-five feet leaving the light ninety feet above mean high water two oil houses three dwellings a barn and a boathouse were located southwestward of the lighthouse later in nineteen o four o five a windbreak was erected behind the fog signal building a telephone and call bell system installed and a handrail was placed along the roadway from the dwellings to the fog signal building during the nineteen twenties and nineteen thirties both light stations on unimac island underwent improvements alterations and finally reconstruction 
in 1922-23 the u.s navy installed radio telephones at the stations five years later new fog signal engines and compressors were placed in operation first-class radio beacons were installed in 1930-31 finally in 1940 at a cost of about one hundred fifty thousand dollars a new concrete reinforced lighthouse and fog signal building was erected only a few yards from the original lighthouse site a concrete seawall was also placed near the station on april first nineteen forty six at two eighteen a m disaster struck scotch cap terrific roaring from ocean heard followed immediately by terrific sea top of which rose above cliff and struck station causing considerable damages wrote the watchstander at the radio direction finding unit located on the cliff overlooking the light station the direction finding unit watchstander immediately tried to reach the light station by radio but received no reply the watch noted in the log that scotch caps light extinguished and horn silent the officer in charge of the direction finding station ordered his men to higher grounds the tsunami believed to be one hundred feet high destroyed the entire station killing all five coast guardsmen the bodies of chief boson's mate anthony lawrence pettit fireman first class jack colvin seaman first class dewey dykstra motor machinist mate second class leonard pickering and seaman first class paul james ness washed up on the beach a few days later identified only by their bridge work and jewelry the foundations of the former light and fog signal building were still visible in nineteen sixty seven shortly after the disaster a temporary unwatched electric light and a radio beacon displayed from a small white house were established at scotch cap by early nineteen fifty a new light and fog signal station was commissioned this time located on the cliff safely above the sea from a square tower fifteen feet by fifteen feet rising from the end of a flat roof rectangular twenty foot by thirty four foot one story concrete structure an electric white light two hundred forty thousand candle power is displayed one hundred sixteen feet above water behind the lighthouse is a flat roofed oblong concrete structure presumably the keeper's quarters and loran facilities and a white quonset hut at some distance northward of the lighthouse is an unidentified two-story rectangular structure with two one-story buildings attached the lighthouse reservation includes eight thousand eight hundred fifty two acres of land in nineteen seventy one the station was automated and unmanned End of Scotch Cap Light Station by the Office of Statewide Cultural Programs, Alaska Division of Parks. Read by Phil Schampf.